Hey everyone, I'm Ryan Nobles, the CNN congressional correspondent, in for David Chalian. David's out until March, so prepare to hear from some new voices like mine on the podcast in the coming weeks. This is the CNN Political Briefing, and here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, February 21st. Happy President's Day. On the day honoring the American presidency, the current incumbent is struggling with a slate of key issues. First off, President Joe Biden is dealing with the Ukraine crisis, which represents the most significant foreign policy challenge since his chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan last summer. Now, this is a fast moving story, but basically Biden is readying massive sanctions on Moscow after predicting a Russian invasion of Ukraine could begin at any moment. With an estimated 150,000 Russian troops around the Ukrainian border, there's a growing fear that diplomatic options are becoming less and less likely. What Biden really wants is to avoid an all-out war, but that decision rests solely in the hands of Russian President Vladimir Putin. For his part, Putin today delivered an address to Russia and recognized the separatist self-declared republics of Donbass, which the U.S. has previously promised a swift and firm response to. For the latest on that, visit CNN.com. Now, there's something to note here. Although it's not the most pressing concern for the White House, aides are mindful of the chance to reverse the sense of incompetence that surrounded the period of the Afghanistan exit. To that end, Biden has spoken to world leaders almost every day after being accused of failing to consult allies before and during the withdrawal from Afghanistan. And at the same time, Biden continues to redraft and redraft his State of the Union address for next Tuesday, despite not knowing if a full-blown Russian invasion of Ukraine will be underway by then. Again, while Biden said last week that Putin had decided to invade and the U.S. has intelligence indicating orders have already been sent to Russian commanders to proceed with an attack, the exact day is not clear. In Biden's speech, he's looking for ways to convey that he understands what Americans are going through with inflation while still touting the past year's accomplishments. He'll also speak to COVID fatigue. It's clear that Biden is in a very different position than when he gave his first address to Congress last April. At the time, he'd recently signed a popular COVID relief package into law, and vaccines had people optimistic that the pandemic was coming to an end. Nonetheless, it will be interesting to see how Biden's speech is taken by people. White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain told Democratic senators in a meeting last week to expect some good surprises in the address. And let's not forget that Biden is no stranger to these types of speeches. He's attended more State of the Union speeches than perhaps any person currently alive. One positive on the president's agenda, though, he's apparently nearing a decision on the first black woman to be nominated to the Supreme Court. The person I will nominate will be someone with extraordinary qualifications, character, experience and integrity. And that person will be the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme Court. As Build Back Better continues to be basically dead, a Supreme Court pick might be what Democrats need to charge up the base before the midterms. Although Ukraine has consumed most of Biden's time over the past few weeks, he's apparently still been toting around briefing materials about potential picks. He's also reviewed legal writings, speeches, and even social media histories of three or four candidates he's between. The White House has refused to say whether Biden has met in person with any potential candidates yet. But a person familiar with the process told CNN that, quote, the interview phase is underway. And a team of messaging and legislative experts has assembled at the White House in preparation for the nominee. 
Biden has said that he plans to make and announce his selection ahead of the State of the Union speech. So although many are enjoying a day off for the holiday, the president's schedule is packed. And Biden's heavy to-do list comes against a backdrop of weak poll numbers. A CNN poll of polls puts Biden's average approval rating at 41% approve to 55% disapprove. So there is no doubt that the coming weeks are going to be crucial for the future of the Biden agenda. He is up against some enormous challenges. But should he be able to successfully wade through most of these, it could be a turning point in his presidency. It's something that Democrats in both the House and Senate are desperate for if they have any hopes of keeping their majorities in the upcoming midterm elections. So we'll have to see how the president tackles these further developments with Russia, Ukraine, a potential SCOTUS pick, and of course, his State of the Union address, and then how the country responds to the way the president handled these situations. So that's it for today's political briefing. I'm Ryan Nobles. Thank you so much for listening. Please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.